Hello, I'm Jacob Kruger, and welcome to the Write Your Screenplay podcast. As you know, on this podcast, rather than talking about movies in terms of two thumbs up, two thumbs down, we try to look at movies in terms of what we can learn about them and what we can learn from them as screenwriters. Uh, We look at good movies, we look at bad movies, we look at movies that we love and movies that we hated. And this week, we're going to be looking at a movie that a lot of people loved. Uh, We're going to be looking at the Lego movie. And I want to talk about the Lego movie, not just as a great children's film, but but also as a great as a great metaphor for for what it really is to be a writer. Um, there's an interesting thing that happens when you're when you're hired to write a movie like the Lego movie. You're you're not given carte blanche as a story. In general, what happens when you're when you're hired to write a movie like the Lego movie is you're sat down with uh, a bunch of executives, a bunch of studio executives, a bunch of executives from the network. And you are writing a movie that is designed to sell a product. In fact, oftentimes uh, on a movie like this, you're given a list of the game sets that the company wants to sell. You're given the characters that you have to play with, the toys that they want integrated, maybe even the uh, elements of what is eventually going to be the video game. So what the set pieces might need to be. You're given a a bunch of, of elements that have absolutely nothing to do with story. And then somehow as a writer, you have to internalize those elements and spit out something that has a character that we can care about and a journey that we can care about. And so in a weird way, you're, you're playing uh, by somebody else's rules. And at the same time, you have to find a way to find your own voice in all of that. It's an incredibly challenging project. And, and as you can imagine, for a very good reason, most of these movies do not turn out very good. I'm fortunate enough, um, Phil Lord and Chris Miller uh, went to school with me. We're, we're pretty good friends. And so I have to say that I am biased towards the Lego movie because I'm proud of my friends and what they accomplished. But outside of our friendship, I think the Lego movie does a pretty miraculous job of, of taking a bunch of commercially dictated elements and turning that into a story that we can care about. Uh, Now, what does that mean for you if you are a normal human being who walks the earth? The chances are that Mattel or Lego is not reaching out to you right now telling you, oh, I want to sell this new thing. And I hope that there's a time in, in all of your careers where that does happen to you, where you do get hired to write the Hungry Hungry Hippos movie. And if you've seen these movies, uh, sometimes they call them transmedia pieces. They're projects built on existing properties. If you've seen these movies, you've seen that most of them suck. Most of them are very, very bad. So I want to prepare you so that when when that big company does come knocking at your door, that you can deliver a movie that's more like the Lego movie, that you could deliver something that you're actually proud of, that you actually believe in, that you actually care about. I was having a conversation with Phil a couple years ago. This was before the, the Lego movie came out. And... I was congratulating him on, on one of his, his other films. And I remember he said to me, the things that we can sell right now are these projects made based on existing properties. You may know they did 21 Jump Street as well. He said, right now, this is what we can sell. We can sell these projects that are based on, on transmedia, he said. But what we're really trying to do is we're just really trying to make them good movies. 
we're just really trying to say something that matters to us. And he says, and I'm not sure if I hit it totally on my past movies, but he said, I'm working on this movie right now, and I think I hit it. And at the time, he couldn't tell me what the movie is, and of course, I learned that that movie was the Lego movie. So how do you do that? How do you prepare yourself for that time in your career when you are working on a work-for-hire project? And also, what is the value of looking at a movie like this now? How does this affect your, your current career? You're writing your spec script and trying to write something that's going to be commercially viable in a very challenging market and still say something that matters to you that you really want to say. The Lego movie is a brilliant metaphor, and one of the reasons it's a brilliant metaphor is that Chris and Phil basically took their situation, and they just put it into the movie. In other words, they took their frustration, and these are hugely successful writers, but they took their, the challenge that they were going through in the industry right now, which was, hey, all we want to do is do our own stuff, but all anybody wants us to do are these work-for-hire projects where they're telling you what the movie should be and how the pieces should fit together and what the pieces that you're going to play with are. And yes, everything is awesome because you're making a lot of money and everybody's so, so happy. And you are playing as part of a team. And at the same time, you're frustrated. You're frustrated because you want to get your own voice onto the page and maybe you feel like your own voice has been lost in some way. Maybe you feel like in all these things that you're doing to try to do something commercially viable that maybe to some degree you lost the reason that you're really a writer. And what's beautiful about the Lego movie, and one of the reasons the Lego movie is so successful, is Chris and Phil took that frustration and they put it right into the movie. In other words, they created a world where everything is awesome. They created a metaphor about trying to play by the rules and the difference between trying to play by the rules and becoming a master builder. And that metaphor is an apt metaphor, not only for what they were going through in their lives, which is, hey, we've been presented a bunch of rule books and we've got to play by them. But at the end of the day, to deliver a good movie, we still have to be master builders. We still have to build something that's different than everybody else would build. Otherwise, we're not really bringing any value to the project. The Lego movie is actually a Hegelian dialectic. Uh, which is a pretty fancy term to talk about a very playful movie. But Hegelian dialectics originated with this guy Hegel, who was not a screenwriter. What, What Hegel was, was Hegel was a philosopher. And what Hegel believed was that if you take a thesis, if you take something that you believe in, for example, in the Lego movie, that that thesis might be in, I believe in creativity. I believe in the power of creativity. And you bounce it up against the antithesis the antithesis of playing by the rules, of using things properly, of doing things right, of getting along with your team and your producers and your executives and and your agent and your manager and your family and your friends and even your audience. If you take this thesis, this thing you believe in, and you bounce it up against the antithesis and you let those two ideas fight it out, then ultimately you end up with something called a synthesis. A synthesis is not the truth. But what it is, is it's one step closer to the truth. And you can see in the Lego movie, it's not pure creativity, and it's not pure playing by the rules. It's something in between. It's actually in the Lego movie, it's a connection between a father and a son. 
where both of them move a little bit. In the Lego movie, it's something profoundly personal, but it's actually movement that is not exactly playing by the rule book, but is also not exactly pure individuality and creativity. It's about learning to play together in a creative way. And you can see that that's really the journey of being a screenwriter. The journey of being a screenwriter, we work in a collaborative medium. We, we do not work alone in a room, even though we might think that about ourselves because we spend so much time alone in a room. The truth is, it's going to take hundreds of people to make your movie. And that means you're working in a collaborative environment. You're collaborating with with at the business side, producers and agents and executives and yes, even toy company people. On the on the physical production side, you're collaborating with line producers and budget makers and actors and directors, cinematographers, costume designers, set designers, CGI artists, editors in post, sound designers. We work in a collaborative art form. And part of working in a collaborative art form is learning to play by the rules and is learning to get along with the team and is learning how to give other people the things that they need so that they can give you the thing you need, which is a production of your movie. And at the same time, if you start off the movie just singing to the same beat as everybody else... Although it might seem like everything is awesome, the truth is you're not really going to get to where you need to go. You're not going to get to where you need to go because as a young writer singing the same tune as everybody else, playing with the same playset everybody else is playing with and building it in the same way everybody else is building it, you have no way to actually stand out. You have no way of being the special If we want to survive as screenwriters, we need to find a way to be the special. And that doesn't mean ignoring the rules or avoiding the rules. That doesn't mean saying screw you to producers. That means finding a way to be ourselves, looking at the playset that they give you, but not building the same end product that everybody else builds. Because if you do, the truth is they can hire any other person to build that playset. And the truth is that that person probably has more experience and more connections and a better agent and a better manager and a better lawyer than you do. Better connections, friends in the industry. As a young writer, as an emerging writer, your way of making it is by standing out. And at the same time, you've got to deliver what a producer needs. You have to understand what the rule book is so that you understand where you're varying from it. So what I love about the Lego movie and what makes me happy for my friends is not just that the movie came out great. What what makes me happy for my friends is seeing how they took something that they were going through in their real life and put it into the movie. And, And this is a trick that you can all use. If you are frustrated... Put it into your movie. If you're feeling lost, put it into your movie. If you're doubting yourself, give that doubt to a character. If you don't think you can do it, give that feeling to a character. And then ask yourself, what's the dialectic that's opposed to that? If your main character is filled with doubt, who's the character who has total belief and confidence in themselves? If your main character always does the right thing and gets punished for it, 
Who's the character who always does the wrong thing and seems to thrive? When you think about your movie in terms of dialectics, when you give the things that you don't believe equal weight to the things that you do believe, you end up with a stronger, more beautiful, and more powerful movie. And best of all, you end up taking the things that are maybe frustration and sadness for you, and you end up coming to terms with them in really interesting ways. And that's one of the most beautiful and surprising things about the Lego movie. For any of you who haven't seen it, obviously this is a spoiler, but the moment where you realize this is all about him wanting to connect with his father, the, the moment where we realize that this is all about wanting to connect with his father, uh, and, and with a father who is, is actually beautifully creative, but wants everything to be fixed in place, wants everything to be right, wants everything to be correct doesn't want things to get messy or screwed up or crazy or out of control. And if you're an artist, there's a very good chance that you had a parent like this. There's a very good chance that your need for art is a need to connect to your parent, but also a need to break free of the, the restraints that your parents' view of the world put on your creative soul. And what's beautiful about that is that we all have that parent inside of us as a writer, we all have that part of us, no matter how beautiful and creative and wild and magical. And you see in the, the Lego movie that the best stuff in the movie, the stuff that you remember, the stuff that makes you fall in love, is often the stuff where they're using all the toys in the wrong way. When they're playing with it like a child, when they're enjoying the madness of it, when they're, as writers, just sitting in the moment and going, wouldn't it be cool, and making themselves laugh. And at the same time, we all do have that father figure inside of us. Uh, we all do have that part of ourselves that does want to play by the rules, that does want to make sure that we end up with an end product and that that end product works, that the whole thing stays together and doesn't get broken or knocked apart, that that wild creative child doesn't go stomping through our, all our buildings and reducing everything to rubble. And what's interesting about this in terms of the Lego movie is that this is how we play with Legos. This summer, I was just down at the Jersey Shore, and all the, the nieces and nephews were all there together. The whole family was there. And of course, there were Legos everywhere. And what's really interesting is that there are two right ways of playing with Legos. Because there were the kids who were building exactly the picture on the playset. And you know what? They were having an amazing time. And then there were the kids who were just building whatever came into their imagination. And that was beautiful too. And that's the beauty of Hegelian dialectics is Hegelian dialectics looking not only at the thing that you believe, not only at the way you play, but also at the way that other people play. It allows you to build your understanding of other people and it allows you to challenge some of your own assumptions. It, it builds your empathy and it builds your feeling of connection in the world and it, it and it also builds a great screenplay because it helps bring in people not only who agree with you, but also who see the world in a very different way. There are two right ways to play with Legos. And there are two right ways to build a film. There's the purely organic way where you just follow all your instincts. And then there's also the way where you sit down with a producer, you sit down with a manager, you sit down with an agent. You sit down with a writing partner or a director or an actor and, and you ask them, what do you need? You sit down with a toy company and you ask them, what do you need? 
and you find a way to deliver what they need. There are different ways of building a movie, but all of us end up at that the second way eventually. Because all of us eventually are going to end up in a notes meeting with a producer who needs something from us, and we're going to need to take their notes, and we're going to need to integrate them without destroying our script so that they can have the things that they need to sell your movie. And we're going to need to deliver that in a way that still captures our voice and the thing that made our movie worth watching in the first place. So in order to do that, there's a dance that we need to learn as screenwriters. And that dance is the dance between our wild creativity and the part of ourselves that wants to glue the darn things together and make sure they don't come apart. And ultimately, that's the dance that the main character and his father come to by the end of the Lego movie. In order to create the movies, the stories that we really want to tell, we have to be willing to break them. We have to be willing to go on that flight of fancy. We need to be willing to get outside of our plans, to put the thing that's in our minds right now into the script, even if we don't know how it fits into our end product. And at the same time, we have to learn when to glue those parts together, when to say, okay, this foundation stays no matter what. This is something that I can build on no matter what. We need to learn that balance in ourselves so that we can do both. So that we can be both the executor and the artist. Because that's the only way that we can actually survive in this industry. In this collaborative industry where movies cost a lot of money to make. We need to learn how to be the artist. And we need to learn how to be the team player. We need to learn how to be free. And we need to learn how to play on a team. And we need to learn how to do both of those while holding on to our voices and our instincts and those beautiful parts of ourselves that allow us to write the screenplay that only we could write, just as Chris and Phil wrote the Lego movie, wrote the script that only they could write. And it's the script that only they could write because it's a personal story. Because it's a story about being frustrated in a world where you're being asked to assemble the pieces the way that people have told you. And you want to be the artist and you want to say what you want to say. Where you've built a huge career and made so many people happy by playing by the rules and you're longing to be an artist. And because it's a movie about a kid's relationship with his dad. It's a movie about something real that matters to these writers. It's a movie about writing. It's a movie about creativity. For those of you who've studied with me, you know that in our classes, we approach screenwriting from a three-pronged attack. We approach screenwriting from the pure art approach in our meditative writing classes, where we get in touch with our instincts, with our creativity, with that raw material, which Jessica Hines calls the cookie dough, making the great cookie dough. The process by which we don't worry at all about the end product or what anybody else thinks. We just concentrate on making everything the special. Making everything something that matters to us. On the other side, in our craft class, we concentrate on how do you glue those Legos together? How do you build those screenwriting muscles? How do you learn how to assemble a screenplay? How to assemble your action, your dialogue? How to get that stuff on the page technically in the best possible way? And in our Write Your Screenplay class, we do a fusion of the two. Where we mix art and craft and learn how to strike that balance and how to shape. And you can see that this is also a Hegelian dialectic. 
a way of looking at screenwriting from two completely different angles, and then ultimately how to synthesize them into a seven-act structure that captures both your art, your voice, and also the commercial necessities, the genre rules that we need to play by, and the craft rules that we need to understand that allows us to find a synthesis of both that voice, which is the only thing that will allow us to survive, and the structure and the technique, which is the only thing that will allow other people to actually appreciate that voice. So I want you to think about the dialectic in your own work. I want you to think about the ways that you're approaching your screenwriting, both as an artist and as a craftsperson. I want you to think about how you develop your voice and what the right times are to focus on your voice and what the right times are to focus on your craft and what the right times are to focus on putting the two of those things together. For those of you who are interested in the Lego movie and would like to learn more about the structure of the Lego movie and how it's put together, I invite you to join me for my upcoming seminar on the Lego movie, Seven Act Structure, where we're going to be talking about ideas, how to take an idea for a script, whether it's a good idea, a bad idea, a truly terrible idea, or something in between, and how to turn pretty much any idea awesome. And then we're going to be talking, using the Lego movie as a model, we're going to be talking about how to build a structure from an idea, even when you're not sure if your idea is good enough yet, and how we can keep pushing on an idea, even if it's something as silly as a movie built on a bunch of clickable building toys, how we can keep pushing on an idea until we not only end up with a great structure, but also end up with a truthful story that captures something beautiful about ourselves. If you're interested in more information about studying with me, either in that seminar in New York City, online, or in our international retreats, please check out my website, writeyourscreenplay.com slash lego.